0: Kimberly here. This is Macabish, cults, classics, and horrors. We're talking films, series, books, and life, and we're starting right now.
1: Yeah, and I, I love me some George Romero. Like, I, I could watch his movies all day, all
0: night. I could watch him... All day, all night. He could make a movie about him shopping for groceries. I'd watch mm-hmm. it. Yep, I was just making uh, this
1: Two and a half hours, right. where it's literally just George Romero with a cold, and he keeps sneezing and eating chicken soup.
0: Right. I was like, yup, "This is fantastic." Yes. Yeah, like this. This is
1: genius. This is genius. Yep. Same thing. I, <laughs> I, I used to always say, "I will watch anything with John Carpenter's name on it." Yeah. So I would watch John Carpenter. The sneeze. Oh
0: yeah.
1: It's a it's a two minute movie starring Kurt Russell because the John Carpenter movie has to start. It Kurt has
0: Russell. to. It has to. For sure.
1: It has to. And he has to have an eye patch.
0: Yes. No,
1: so it's <laughs> Snake Plissken's escape from the doctor's office. That's right. He's sitting in the office. He's sitting in the office. He's sitting in the office. He sneezes.
0: The end. It's like, yep, perfect movie. This is, well done, John Carpenter. That's no. right. This, this is amazing. When's the sequel coming out? Yeah. see, exactly. <laughs> the two. I'm waiting. That's right. And then the prequel. And then we need a couple yep, good crossovers. Of
1: There you go. <laughs> <laughs> what happened before the sneeze? And that's like a three hour epic.
0: Oh, for sure. And it will be this yeah, long.
1: The sneeze, which is a three minute movie. Right. And the sneeze, too, which is considerably shorter because it's really just a second sneeze that came right after the first one. Right. But he didn't include it in the first movie.
0: Right. And then we have to have the director's cut. We have to know what he was thinking. Of course. The entire smile. Yes,
1: yes, which. <laughs> John Carpenter's The Sneeze—a <laughs> five-minute movie instead of a three-minute
0: movie. That's right. He has
1: back two minutes of extra footage. Right. Or what is the footage of? Well, it's still just Kurt Russell sitting in a doctor's office. Yeah,
0: but Kurt Russell will also be telling so us. He what he picks up a thinking. magazine, right?
1: Through it and then puts it back down because it's very outdated, as doctor's office magazines typically
0: are. But we also have to know what that magazine is because it has to be a part of our collection. And who did he of get course. that mask, yes. that the eye patch from? Yes. We must have yes. a copy. Man, it has to be autographed by Kurt Russell. That's right. Kurt Absolutely. Russell, sign my iPad. It's on your face. I don't care. Sign it anyway. Sign my face. It's fine. Sign my face. Then I'll go get the signature tattooed onto my face, and then I'll wash my face.
1: Actually, you know what? That, that, another story. At the at the at the convention with George Romero, where I managed to I got um, I met George Romero. He was mm-hmm. a fantastic man. like two or three guys in front of me he got his leg autographed and he went straight from getting it autographed to a tattoo parlor so he has George A.
0: Romero's autograph tattooed on his leg that would be my first tattoo and I was like oh my god that is brilliant that would be my first tattoo I would without hesitation I I would do that
1: yeah like that's fantastic and I I thought about it afterward, I'm like what a fantastic way to A honor somebody and B you're memorializing them now indefinitely, on your body.
0: Right. But and that's
1: a sign of dedication. Like, you are clearly dedicated right. to George Romero.
0: Right. You, you don't get your... I get? I got my Day of the
1: Dead DVD sign. <laughs> you,
0: you don't put your spouse's name on your body. You put Romero's name on your body. Exactly. <laughs> exactly.
1: Wife and kids? No. No. George Romero. Yes.
0: He will be yes. forever. Wife and kids? Yeah.
1: You know. Whatever. <laughs> Relationships come and go. That's right. Romero is forever.
0: That's right. Boy, that's terrible. But yeah, yeah, and actually, it's you
1: awesome. know, now that I think about it, I, I should have done that with Doug Bradley. Oh um, when
0: yeah. I met
1: Doug, I should have done that. But instead I just got my Hellraiser lunchbox signed. Oh my it's
0: gosh, great. I love lunchboxes. I have a collection of lunch boxes, it's a problem. Ah, uh, so do I. I've I don't I have what do I have? I got a couple of Evil Dead ones,
1: I've got a couple of Area of Darkness ones, I've got my Hellraiser one, I've got a Grendel one. Horror lunchboxes were a big thing in the early two thousands.
0: Oh yeah, for sure.
1: And the nice metal ones that come with, like, the thermos, like the old 1950s lunchboxes, they're so cool.
0: Oh, yeah. Those are most of the ones I I have. I have a couple plastic ones, which are ones that I actually use. The metal ones, oh, no. They will never leave my house. Never. Yeah, I don't have any of
1: those left. I I used to have the old... I don't know if they were... I assume they were probably North America-wide. The old plastic ones that had, like, the giant sticker on the front of whatever it was for. Right.
0: I have... Those. Those um, I, had, I can't remember. I know I had a Superman one at one point. I think I had an 18
1: one at one point. Like, mm-hmm. every year would be a new lunchbox. Right. And because they were plastic, they weren't really built to last. So I think pretty much every year it would get beat up. It gets wet, so the sticker starts to peel and stay. And, of course, because you're a kid, you're like, "Oh, what if I peel the sticker off so half the sticker is gone?
0: <laughs> yeah. So, batman one and a ghostbuster one that i use pretty religiously they're plastic and they both have thermoses but those are the only ones that i'll allow myself to use i love them and people are always trying to buy them off of me i'm like uh no no No. absolutely not
1: i have a minions one that i carried around with me to work when i was working in the office now i'm working from home because of
0: this whole covid thing oh yeah
1: and I, i use it like i have um they just carry random stuff in it like i've never put lunch
0: in it It just, just random stuff. <laughs> i always put lunch in mine <laughs> yeah i've never put food in it no then it's gonna smell like food uh, <laughs> people always want to know they just wait for me to open it so they can see what kind of food is in it i don't know what the allure is but they just they are just like all lined up waiting to see <laughs> Whoa. What? Am what am I gonna it, take out I, today? Hmm? I think it's. I think it goes back to that nostalgia, like the, the memories of your
1: collectibles and things like that. People see a lunchbox like that with the pictures on the front, right? And they remember being in school. And right. What did you do in school when you had lunch? Everybody would whip out their lunches and they would compare. Right. And then you trade, and you know all of it. And that was a big social event. Oh yeah. All through grade school, right. is lunchtime. Okay, so you go out, you get your lunchbox, you bring it together, you're all sitting around your lunchboxes and you compare right. with your group of friends. Okay, I have this treat, I have this treat, I'll trade you my chips for your apple, I'll trade you my cookies for your chips, I'll trade, whatever it was, there was always invariably food
0: trades going on. No one was t- trading chips for apples. me, it, and eat I too I realized I said it but I had committed
1: to that so I was just,
0: like, you know, was just plow on through I can keep going That's all right Hey I I'm just saying maybe a teacher you brought the apple for your teacher Look, so You, you that, can that, that. <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 you edit that bit there right So nobody will I, even know I said I, it I I can but I won't cuz it's funny <laughs> <laughs> I could but I'm not going to <laughs> No but seriously that explains why even while I'm eating People will watch me eat, and I'm like, what? Yep. And then they're like, I just feel like your food automatically tastes better than mine because it came out of that lunchbox. <laughs> right? And that's that's the thing is you
1: think, oh, it's coming from a cool lunchbox. It must be better than what I've
0: got. Right. And I'm like, yeah, you I've want
1: this garbage from a paper <laughs> bag? Right? It's she crazy. got her food out of a lunchbox that's right. with a Ghostbusters logo on it. i like, really? <laughs> her food is way cooler than mine. <laughs> Even if it's not. Right. It's automatically four times cooler
0: than mine. And then I offer the, to share some of my chocolate milk for, with them out of my thermos. They're like, you have chocolate milk. <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> chocolate milk in a <laughs> thermos. <life>. Exactly.
1: <laughs> uh, which means, it, so is, is wait, wait, is this homemade chocolate milk? Like you squirt it in the syrup and you mix it up before
0: you go and you put it in? Well, or is it the pre-mixed stuff? No, it's, it's homemade. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and see again that's the nostalgia right is, so you're not buying the the whatever I don't know what milk brand you have down in the states but up here we have like the Nielsen chocolate milk and it's pre-done chocolate milk oh, and it okay. probably tastes the same as the other chocolate milk but what do you want you want regular milk and you want to squirt in the, the quick or the brown cow or right. whatever the heck it is to serve I don't even know if you can still get that anymore and you want to mix it up and you want to and you can make it as chocolate as you want or as right. non-chocolate as you want and it, that's like, there's something about that that, again, it's I think it's the, it's the nostalgia.
0: It is the nostalgia for sure. Absolutely. Yeah,
1: because it's, it's a memory that isn't just, like, a couple of people have. Like, it's right. really a societal memory from anybody born between, like, 1950 and
0: 1980.
1: Right. Is going to remember having that as a kid. Right.
0: Exactly. Tell they're thinking about their they, lunchbox.
1: Yep, they're remembering, you know, sitting they're sitting at home. And that's the treat that they have with their dinner is, oh, chocolate milk. Right. Or they're, you know, they're standing at the counter with, with mom and they can barely reach the top and they're mixing it themselves. Or they watch the syrup go in and it leaves that brown trail and it makes a little cloud at the bottom yep. before it gets to that. And that's what people are remembering. Right. And that's why you get that, you know, that faraway look or that misty look mm-hmm. or just that, that, I mean, really it's a nostalgic look. Right. And there's nothing quite like seeing somebody get that nostalgic look. Right. Because you're feeling it at the same
0: time. Exactly. And, and anybody you know, who, who claims they don't know, it's like why horror fans are so insane with the collections. Like that feeling right there, that's why. It's, it, it is. It's
1: exactly the same. And right. let me tell you, when I find, when I stumble across vintage toys that I had when I was a kid that are long gone now, mm-hmm. something that I loved as a kid, if I find it, if I see it, I get exactly that feeling. Like, I can feel, you know, the the, the chest tightens, the breath is is short, and it almost feels like an anxiety attack, but Mm -hmm. it's totally the opposite because you're happy to get it. Right. Now and then I'll, you know, you stumble across the the old G.I. Joes or the old Hot Wheels cars or the old, very rarely now, the old Transformers or the old Thundercats, but you see them. And, like, that's the the feeling I get. Yep. And I think, wow. Like, I remember, you know, having this. I remember loving the Thatcher figure. You know, it would come to school with me every day in my backpack, and by the time I was done with it, all of the paint was chipped off, and the, the sword was long gone, or it was broken, or whatever, right. but I still loved that figure.
0: Right. See, my favorite toy was the metal yellow Tonka truck, the dump truck. and Oh, the the great big ones. Yep. I found one at a thrift store. My God, I couldn't run across the two kids that were almost looking at it fast <laughs> enough. <laughs> and you, I know it, it
1: sounds horrible, but that's the best thing about being an adult. You, a toy store, you can reach the stuff on the high shelves that the poor kids can't get.
0: That's right.
1: I have been in a Toys R Us or even a Walmart or something like that, mm. and I have cut kids off and been like, nope, that is mine. <laughs> and, you know, you get the parents coming up, and they give you that dirty look like, my kid was looking at that, and I'm like, does your kid have money? That's right. That's I have right. money. I'm buying this. Right. Do you have a problem with it? It's like- Too bad.
0: Were you gonna buy it for your kid? Probably not. So what's the problem? Probably not. Like what are we talking exactly. about? Well,
1: but he wanted that for his birthday. Well, you should have been here five minutes ago. That's right.
0: And been taller. Have you been
1: here five minutes ago <laughs> it would have been in your car, not mine.
0: That's right. But yeah, that Tonka truck is it's it's in my my uh, my little foyer. I walk. I just like to walk past it every time I leave and come in. Mm-hmm. I, I just that's my thing. Yeah. And I'll put my foot in it and yeah. just like roll it back and forth. It's just it's yeah. my thing. Evan, do you, do, you,
1: do, you, do you like store your shoes or something in it, or just it's just there?
0: There's a phone book in it right now and like a newspaper. They're so big that you can put stuff in them. I, mean, I that's know. What's
1: fantastic about those toys, right? Is I mean they were they were great to play with, but they're functional.
0: Oh yeah, for sure.
1: Like, you could put so much stuff in the back of one of those. It was great. We're being like four or five and it's so big that you have to actually like push it from behind yep. and run with it to make it move. That's right. I think anybody from that's in our age bracket will probably have a very small right. memory of those things. Whether they had one themselves or they knew somebody who had one or a brother had one or a cousin had one. Right. Somebody that you're connected to somewhere down the line had one
0: of those right. things. Everybody and had everybody the same will thing. Have that it and scoot in it, have one foot in it, and I'd be kicking behind my other yep. foot. And then, of course, I would yep. beam people in their shins, which was the worst because yep. they're metal. Because you can't steer. Right. And you just like, you you, you you take the time out and then you come back to it. That's the only way you play with toys. Somebody has to get hurt. Mm-hmm. Toys back then were meant to be played with. Oh yeah, for sure. You know, like they were built,
1: same as the old technology, they were built to last. You know, they were they were meant to be pushed through mud and pushed through dirt and filled with whatever crap you could put in them, and they were meant to survive.
0: Right. And be passed down and played with with, by every other child.
1: Exactly. All your friends, all of your relatives, everybody. Like, that was supposed to be something that, like, you give to your great-grandchildren.
0: And it would still be in good condition. It might be beat up, but it's still, you can play with it.
1: paint is gone. It might be dented here and there. Oh, yeah. But it's still, you know, it's still functional. Oh, yeah. wheels will still roll. It's you know the axles are still straight. Exactly. Yeah, that's, you know they were they were built to last.
0: For sure, and there's a they reason why people are paying a hundred dollars for them on eBay and paying thirty dollars for shipping. Mm-hmm. Not yeah, me, man, but more. people. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, I just... no, not me either, but yeah. People. <laughs> this is the number one place for macabre cults classics and horrors for synopsis reviews and news go to macabish.com. thank you for listening signing out until the next one